0: I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Curtis, and Curtis is being seen in the Center for Low Vision and Balance for an evaluation using the CTSIB protocol. The patient is found to become increasingly unstable when the eyes are blindfolded on level ground and when the dome is placed over the head while the foam is used. Given the prior information, which of the following conclusions is the most accurate? So we have A, the patient is dependent on the somatosensory system only, B, the patient is dependent on all three systems. C, the patient is dependent on vision only. And D is the patient is dependent on the vestibular system, but lacks pain, temperature, and vibration sensation. All right. Let's go up to the top of this question. If you are someone who's had a history of just struggling a little bit with CTSIB, raise your hand right now. Take it off the steering wheel. Raise your hand. Absolutely. Be safe on that road, though. All right. So listen, I am someone who also has struggled with CTSIB. It took me a while to get this under my belt. And so what I want to do in this episode is I want to slow this down a little bit So you're going to see that I'll slow it down. I'm going to go through each of these pieces. And if you need some additional help with this, you know, look into the PT Hustle. I have lectures that really go over this and help you to understand it so you can apply it on the NPTE. All right. You can check us out at www.thepthustle.com. I teach on stuff like this all the freaking time. All right. Let's go ahead and knock this question down though. So it says Curtis is being seen in a center for low vision and balance for an evaluation using the CTSIB protocol. Let's all get on the same page. So we got Curtis is being seen in this specific center. That doesn't really help us with the question at all, but it does bring up that the patient is undergoing evaluation using the CTSIB protocol. What is that? That stands for the Clinical Test of Sensory Interaction on Balance, CTSIB. You may have gone through, you know, part of your neuro class. I know we were going through GATE and we were going through the CTSIB protocol and learning all about it. We're really looking at the three major balance systems with this protocol: the somatosensory system, the visual system, and the vestibular system. You remember those three, right? Those are the three major ones that are required for a patient to stay balanced. Okay, so CTSIB is really there to look at which of those systems are working properly and helping the patient balance and which ones are not working properly, aka which ones are impaired. Are we all on the same page? CTSIB, we all understand that. Okay, cool. So let's move down the question with that knowledge. It says the patient is found to become increasingly unstable when the eyes are blindfolded on level ground. I'm going to stop there for a moment. And for some of you, you may need to find a place where you can take some notes and kind of write this down to keep it, you know, in your head because a lot of this is kind of visual information. Like we need to like see it, okay? But let me explain it to you. It says the patient is found to become increasingly unstable. The way we can look at it is the patient falls. Okay, just to keep it really easy, the patient falls when the eyes are blindfolded on level ground. What does that mean to you? Well, that means that pretty much we're closing the eyes, we're covering them up, we're putting the patient on level ground and seeing if they stay balanced. And this question is saying, hey, the person falls in that situation. So, what do we now know from that information? Well, we know that in order for the patient to stay balanced in that situation, they would need to have a pretty good somatosensory system. Yeah, when the eyes are blindfolded and you put the person on level ground, that's known as condition two of CTSIB. That's testing the somatosensory system. If the patient falls or is increasingly unstable in that situation, we know the patient is having somatosensory problems. So go ahead and put that down in your notes. Somatosensory system is impaired. It's not good. Now, let me continue down the question. It says, and the patient is increasingly unstable when the dome is placed over the head while the foam is used. This is another part of the CTSIB protocol. This is known as condition 6. Does anybody who remembers CTSIB, does anybody remember what condition 6 is testing for? What system is it testing? You only got 3 answers, 3 choices. It's either somatosensory, visual, or vestibular. Which one is it testing? Yes, it is testing the vestibular system. That's right. So the question says the patient becomes increasingly unstable when the dome is placed over the head while the foam is used, aka the patient is having problems with the vestibular system. So vestibular system impaired. Y'all hear me, right? I'm writing this down because Coach K, man, as soon as I like get too much information, I start confusing it all. And Oh, man, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I have written down. Right now, before we continue any further, that the somatosensory system's impaired and the vestibular system's impaired. Let's go down to the final sentence of the question, also known as the question stem. It says, given the prior information, everything that we know, which of the following conclusions is most accurate? For those of you on the podcast, let me go through these answer choices again. You ready for me? So we got A. The patient is dependent on the somatosensory system only. B, the patient is dependent on all three systems. C, the patient is dependent on vision. And D, the patient is dependent on the vestibular system, but lacks pain, temperature, and vibration sensation. Let's just smash these answers. You ready for me? A, the patient is dependent on the somatosensory system only. Hmm. So some of y'all selected this answer, but there's a reason why I don't like this one. And I don't like it because in my notes that I wrote down from the question, it says the somatosensory system is impaired. It doesn't work properly. So the patient can't be dependent on that to stay upright because the somatosensory system doesn't work properly. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put an X next to A because the patient is not dependent on the somatosensory system only. Are y'all following me? Okay, i see seeing some nods right here. Okay, good, 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 good. Let's go down to B. B says the patient is dependent on all three systems. Mm, see, I don't like this one either. Because when it says the patient is dependent, meaning that the patient is relying on all three systems, and the answer to that is, no, they're not. Because we know from the question that the patient has an impaired somatosensory system. We're not relying on that. The patient has an impaired vestibular system. We're not relying on vestibular. So B can't possibly be correct. B says the patient is dependent on all three systems. That's not true. I'm going to put an X next to B. Y'all with me? Uh Y'all seeing how this works. Okay, okay. Let's go to C. C says the patient is dependent on vision, aka the patient relies on vision. See, I like this answer. I like it. Because in the question, did we figure out that there was anything wrong with the visual system? Did we say the visual system was impaired? No. Nowhere in this episode did I say the vision was impaired. And so if somatosensory is not working and vestibular is not working, then there's only one other system that can actually be dependent on or the thing that we're relying on and that's vision. So C makes the most sense right now. I'm going to put a check next to it. Doesn't mean it's the right answer. Hold on a minute. Let's take a look at D. D says the patient is dependent on vestibular. I already seen y'all shaking your head. Let me continue reading the answer. Hold on. Let me read the full answer choice. It says the patient is dependent on the vestibular system, but lacks pain, temperature, and vibration sensation. See, I don't like this answer. I don't like it because we figured out from the question the patient's vestibular system's impaired. So we're not relying on that. That's out. So already I don't like D. But then the answer choice goes on to say, but lacks pain, temperature and vibration sensation. There's nothing in this question that's telling us that our patient is having something wrong with their somatosensory cortex or something in their brain, where now they're going to be lacking pain and temperature and vibration sensation. Like there's nothing in the question that says that there's nothing in the question that says that the patient has some spinal cord injury. And now that's causing a lack of pain, temperature and vibration. It doesn't say anything like that. And so D is just downright wrong. And so I'm gonna put a big X next to D baby, leaving me with my final answer of C, the patient is dependent on vision. Congratulations to those of you who got this one correct. This is a tough area right here. And I know from just my past experiences, like when I get practice questions, it seems like they switch it up just a little bit. And then all of a sudden your brain's going in a hundred different directions and it's so hard to solve it. It's kind of like, you know, back in high school or middle school, you know, you're going through geometry or whatnot. And you know, the teacher is putting up on the board what seems to be pretty simple questions. But then as soon as you get the test, it's like a foreign language. Like what? We didn't go over this. If you've had that type of experience before, I want you to know that I understand you. And that's the reason why I teach this information a bit different so that you're able to understand it better and then be able to apply it on your actual MPTE. So if you're a student who needs this level of just instruction so that you can understand it better, reach out to us, go to www.thepthustle.com. We have courses that help specific programs that help with information, the tough stuff, just like this. All right. So go there, www.thepthustle.com. We would love to absolutely help you. For those of you who still have not gotten our free cheat sheets, we got 10 musculoskeletal ones out there that you can just learn about some really tough musculoskeletal stuff and they take about five seconds to review, all right? Five seconds, (laughs) five minutes, all right? It'd be great if it was five seconds, but it's more like five minutes. We go with that? Okay, so you can get those cheat sheets by going to www.nptecheatsheetswithans.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.